Hi everyone, this is Andrea, one of your hosts of The Crunch Factor. Um, Alex and I have noticeably taken a little break from recording our show, which is sad, but it felt really necessary. Um, We picked a really interesting time to start our podcast. In the beginning, COVID-19 hit and everybody was staying home and we thought like this will be perfect. Everybody's home, everybody's bored. Let's give them something that might brighten their day. And we started releasing our episodes. And then once we ran out of the pre-recorded content, we tried Zoom, which was super annoying. And I won't even get into that. But now the world feels really different. And not only are there still the stresses of the pandemic and the economic downturn, we have egregious murders at the hands of police officers dominating our thoughts there's protests and petitions and horrible horrible news circulating 24 7 and i like many of you have felt a range of motions over this last month one day i feel incredibly sad and hurt and the next i'm fucking angry and i feel powerless and then i feel guilty and then i feel inspired from the change and it's mentally emotionally and physically exhausting not to mention working in healthcare all the while with limited resources um i'm very aware that these experiences are not new and in fact they're the reality the harsh reality of black people in this country and it's been that way forever and while i'm able to turn off my phone or turn off the news and fill my cup up again a lot of people can't and I think that's where a lot of my feelings of guilt and shame come from Um, about the show not that anyone really needs an explanation it's probably pretty obvious but when it came time for Alex and I to finally even talk about recording the next episode it just seemed so inappropriate And just wrong to sit here and laugh and joke about fucking chips. We know that this show is meant to be silly and fun. and But we just honestly weren't even in the mood or the headspace to film or record. Like we just, we weren't there. And we would have had to force it and it would have been fake. And that's not what this show is about. This show was meant to be something that made us happy. And it was a passion project. And we thought we would just release it and maybe other people would like it. So when it feels right, trust us, we're going to talk chips again. Um, But if you know Alex and I and our character, hopefully, you know that we couldn't just move on to the next episode without addressing some stuff. And I want to be upfront and honest about my experience because maybe there's other people out there that can relate. Um, I was brought up in a family where I didn't really align with my parents, my family politically. And for the longest time, I really didn't even know that because it was so ingrained in me. And until I got older into adulthood, I started to peel back all these layers of judgment and bias and morals that I thought were mine and find out what, how I actually felt about things what I found important and I'm really proud of how far I've come but I do understand I have a lot to learn Um, 
I've had to take some time to criticize and diagnose some of my biases and really grow. And I really only bring that up um, because I just hope that people are sensitive and aware that everybody out there is on their own journey through this, figuring out what they believe in. Um, So as long as people are making positive steps and they're on the right track, you know, give them support and reach out to your friends and be kind because you really never know where people are in that, in that spot. You know, I have always been an empath. I'm a worrier when I'm, when I see my friends or people, strangers happy, I'm happy when I see people sad, I'm sad. But lately I've been really focusing on trying to match my mind with my heart and understand the political and historical context behind these feelings that black people are feeling right now the rage and the mistreatment and the unfairness like really trying to understand the context and the complexities behind those feelings because I'll never fully get it but if I can learn you know that's a step in the right direction Moving forward, I just hope that everybody is doing their part in the Black Lives Matter movement, whatever that looks like. If you're donating your time or your money or protesting, signing petitions, sharing stories, or even just talking to your friends and family, having those conversations, um, you just want to be doing the right thing right now. And that's really what's most important. And Alex and I are committed to doing the right thing and luckily we have an amazing friend group that feels the same and I've also taken a lot of time during this movement to think about my role as a nurse it's like a huge part of my identity a backstory in nursing school I got to do a lot of community health work um, and it was really some of the most fulfilling work I ever did it looked really different but it was basically working with underserved um, populations that had barriers to care or basically no access. Um, So there were programs like working at STD clinics for sex workers or going to low-income areas of Las Vegas and helping first-time moms with, you know, a safe childbirth and a healthy child rearing relationship with the family you know just really awesome programs out there and I was happy to be a part of it as a student but I found it really hard to get a job in those areas as a brand new graduate so I've kind of gone off that path um, to get my experience but I really hope to come back to something like that because I that's where my passion is and maybe even go back and get my master's degree down the line I don't know it's just something that Alex and I have been talking about Um, and she's been like a super she's always been a resource for me and very inspiring to me and I'm very lucky to have her so we just were talking about what do we do as a platform no matter how small what do we do here and we just thought you know let's just both sit down and talk into the microphone it might be like a cathartic experience to just get some ideas out And so I don't really know what she's going to talk about exactly, but she's always a great resource. So we hope that we can guide you in the right direction if you're looking for something or just 
looking to talk, but just reach out to your friends and check on them and be kind to people. Because it's fucking rough out here, y'all. Anyways, not that anybody's been like DMing us on Instagram, like, where's the new episode? Like, we know nobody fucking cares. But we just wanted to address our, our silence, you know, and just talk. And we really hope to be back soon and talking about chips because it makes us happy and it fills our cups up. And Alex always talks about how you have to take a break from stuff like this. Even though it's really important, you have to give yourself an emotional reprieve from this stuff so you can cope and move on. And when you're going to the next protest or having that difficult conversation, you're fully there and you're energized. So we hope that the show will be that for you and um, we hope to be more active on social media and hopefully it brings you some happiness and stuff. So anyways, thank you guys for sticking with us and you'll be hearing from us soon. Okay, bye. Hi everybody, this is Alex, um, one half of the Crunch Factor podcast. So Andrea and I wanted to hop on and just quickly talk about our absence from recording. Um, In light of everything going on, we've chosen to take a break from recording. Um, It it definitely felt like the right thing to do right now. We've been consumed with the Black Lives Matter movement, um, trying to figure out our place and how we can help. Um, And that takes time and work. And we're both committed to doing that work. So we've been trying to educate ourselves on (laughs) the systematic racism that has dominated this country um, and how we can work to dismantle that. We've donated, protested, we've cried together, talked, and had conversations with our friends and family, and we're going to continue to do that. Because that's what we've been doing, it just didn't feel right to record. Um, We've both, as has everybody in this country, um, we've just been going through a lot of emotions and, like, (laughs) you know, going from sad every day to angry to motivated um and just trying to figure out how to use all of that to help with this movement um it's been a lot and that's okay you know that's what I'm going to continue to do um because it's important to me and it's important to Andrea um so we're going to continue to do that work. Um, it just didn't feel right to pretend that we felt happy and, um, silly and talk about chips and something that doesn't really feel important right now. Um, we will get back to the podcast for sure. Um, when it feels right to do so, but something else that I have been thinking a lot about is a quote from Rachel Cargill. Um, definitely follow her on Instagram. She has a lot of great resources on Black Lives Matter and the movement and how you can help. So a quote that I wanted to share that stuck out with me or stuck out to me from her is knowledge plus empathy plus action. If you take one away, you're performing. So Andrea and I are both committed to knowledge. We are educating ourselves on the systematic racism in our country, in our police force. Um, We're reading, watching, listening to anti-racist resources 
we're going to continue to do so just to share with everybody what I'm reading. Um, I'm going to be reading How to Be an Anti-Racist by Ibram X. Kendi. Um, I definitely um, encourage everybody to read that. Maybe we can have sort of like a book club uh, to talk about these things. We're committed to empathy. So Andrea and I are both, I would call us anxious empaths. Um, but we can use this empathy to show up for Black people. We want to uplift Black voices and Black-owned businesses. Um, so to that end, I wanted to share some um, uh, Black-hosted podcasts that you should listen to right now in our absence and continue to listen to. You know, part of this work is uplifting Black voices, uplifting Black-owned businesses, and so we're going to continue to do that. So this is a list that I got from Ruhi Amber on Instagram. Um, so these are all Black-hosted podcasts. Um, on the wellness end, there's Black Girl in Ohm, The Friend Zone, Therapy for Black Girls, Getting Grown, Power Hour, The Girls Talk podcasts, and Hood Holistic. Um, Culture, It's Been a Minute with Sam Sanders, Small Doses with Amanda Seals, Still Processing, The Nod, Go Off Sis, Say Your Mind, Current Affairs, Larry Wilmore, Black on the Air, Pod Save the People, Higher Learning with Van, Lathan and Rachel Lindsay, The Right Time with Bomani Jones, Jamel Hill is Unbothered. For Interest, Lexicon Valley with John McWhorter, LeVar Burton Reads, Snap Judgment, Reveal, Star Talk Radio with Neil deGrasse Tyson, Code Switch, and Ear Hustle. Uh, I definitely recommend Code Switch and Ear Hustle. Those are two that I listen to. Um, Code Switch is a great podcast. I think it's hosted by um, NPR, and they talk about all different kinds of race issues and are definitely doing a lot of work right now to talk about what's happening with Black Lives Matter. Um, Ear Hustle is about the prison system and it's actually hosted by um, a formerly incarcerated guy, and they also inter do interviews on the inside as well. Uh, business podcasts, Fuck Work But I'm A Go, Innovation Crush, The Ash Cash Show, Side Hustle Pro, Scam Goddess, Game of Grow, Behind the Brilliance, Championing Women's Voices, Maddie James the Podcast, Parenting, uh, Natal, Good Moms, Bad Choices, That Black Couple, Sisters in Loss, Modern Mommies, Shades of Black, Parenting Podcast, Mommy Faceted, and Entertainment, Strong Black Legends with Tracy Clayton, The Read, The Joe Budin Podcast, The Receipts, Why Won't You Date Me with Nicole Byer, The Black Guy Who Tips, Another Round, uh, it's, it's done, but you can listen to previous episodes, and then Two Dope Queens, which also has ended, but you can um, find all those episodes. So that's, you know, something that we're going to continue to do is to uplift Black voices um, and support Black-owned businesses along with finding our place in this movement and continuing to educate ourselves, um, plus, you know, the empathy and the action. So the last part of that Rachel Cargill quote is, action um and we're committed to action we are going to continue to donate protest sign petitions vote and have conversations with each other and our friends and our family these are difficult conversations they're often painful and vulnerable um because you're facing the racism within yourself 
um, as, you know, non-black people of color, um, as white people, we have to face these things. And I mean, there's what other way is there? We have to face these things and be willing to change them, educate others, and then take action. So it's, it's really hard. It's, you don't ever want to feel like you have any ounce of racism within you, but everybody does because of this country and our education system and the policing system. And these are all things that honestly just need to be dismantled and, and rethought. And that's what we're doing right now is taking the time and the work to figure out how to do that. So we're hoping that all of our listeners do the same. I know we don't have a huge uh, fan base or anything like that, but you know, any sort of platform I think is important to talk about these things. So uh, yeah, this is something that's very important to us and we're going to continue to do the work. Um, the fight continues and we'll see you guys soon when it feels right to be back and talking about chips. <laughs> All right. Thanks guys. Bye.